Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Well, at the foul line, gives it away to Debo on the wing. Davis to the rim, layup, good and one. Debo hard to the ten, draws the foul, and he's going to the line. Hogs down two with nine minutes to play. Anthony Black into the front court. They set a screen, double screen, top of the key. They free Walsh, pick and pop, three-pointer good! Walsh with a trade. The Hawks are up by one. Norm Roberts wants a timeout on the other end. Jordan Walsh knocked down the three, and the Razorbacks have battled back to take a one-point lead. Davis into the front court. Dribbles at the top of the circle. Johnson sets a screen. Debo going to try to get to the rim on the move off the glass and in. Shot clock at 10. Try to isolate. Council left elbow jumper good. Ricky with the basket. Hogs within two. Council dribbles right side. Crosses Adams over. Gets to the low block. Turnaround jumper's good from Ricky. Council took matters into his own hands. Ties the game. Council's free throws good. Arkansas by three. Shot clock off. One more for the Big 12 Player of the Year. He banked it in. He didn't mean to. He banked it in. Arkansas throws it in to Kamani. Back to Black. Vegas, baby! Vegas, baby! Hogs are going to the Sweet 16! Hogs are going to the Sweet 16! Vegas, baby! The Razorbacks for the third straight year are headed to the Sweet 16! Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds with John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. Welcome back to Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Josh Neighbors. We're going to welcome Pat Bradley, PB, in courtesy of Motorsports Authority. What's up, PB? Freak, what's up, boys? How you guys doing? Man, great, every- uh, great little sound piece there you put together. <laughs> Everything's good. Yeah, happy you uh, you like that, man. That's recapping that big win versus Kansas, and now Arkansas still has work to do against UConn, and that's what we're looking forward to. PB, I uh, wanted to go ahead and welcome you in. We have a couple of calls we're going to take real quick. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Let's do it. Hold on just a sec, and we're going to go back to the phones. Savage. What's up, fellas? What's up, Savage? So I'm doing good. You know, as far as that charity thing, yeah, just take that 1000 bucks and buy some chicken wings, 49 of John, so he keep his lights on. But, Pat, talk about the lineup. Are we going to go again with Kamani Johnson? I don't think this suits... Well, you know, for, for Graham, you know, I see their starting lineup against uh, Connecticut, and I'll get off here. Appreciate it. All right. Um, I don't know. They got a 6'9", Adama Sanogo, who is an absolute beast. He's Think of uh, Oscar Shibwe if you haven't seen UConn this year. Um, he's big. He can score on the block. He offensive rebounds. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he... Went with one of the Mitchells. Uh, it seems like he's, you know, set on not bringing Ricky Council off the bench anymore. A few times Ricky has been coming off the bench. Of course, that's when uh, Nick Smith came back. So I don't think you can you can start slowing this game. But so in a way, Muss's advantage is. You know, he's got five fouls from Makai, five fouls from Mikel, five fouls from Jalen Graham, and five fouls from Kamani Johnson. So they can fight anybody in there because it's going to be a physical game. But um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a – yeah, heck, I don't know. Nick Smith may, may come off the bench. But I just think whatever lineup he has, it's got to be a lineup that um, is aggressive from the start. Like, you can't wait to bring off – you score is off the bench because um, you don't want to be in a hole, you know, ten two, um, something like that. Because you, you, you're playing, you know, from behind. I think did we start out nine two last game? I think, and that's basically what it was. The whole first half was a seven point deficit. We could never break that. So I don't think you want to do that again. Um, this game that'd be you know number one priority. 
All right, let's go back to the phones and talk to Steven. What's up, Steven? Hey, guys, how you all doing? Doing good. Hey, look here. It's a great day. We're going to the, going to the Sweet 16. This Arkansas team, listen, let's don't underestimate this, these guys we got planned for the University of Arkansas. And what I want to add, fellas, is I, my estimation of this team, if we can give some scoring, some timely scoring underneath with, with the inside guys and, and, and put walls on that. I can't think of that guy's name. He does that outside shooting for Connecticut. He, he is an accurate dude. He, he's more accurate than Brady Dick. But we've got to focus on that guy, and we've got to have some, some kind of timely scoring inside to offset anything else we do that we don't that we're not able to do and we've got to rebound because they are a top rebounding team those are the three keys to this game if we if we do that man we're moving on to the next round sunday i mean saturday that's all we need to do and i and i just want to just sit back and listen to you guys and give me a little bit more of what you think and we'll go from there hey have a great day appreciate it steven what do you think there pat about what steven had to say well, at this point in the in the in the tournament, like you'll play, especially in in the bracket that we're in, the West bracket, these are all teams. The remaining four teams in this bracket can win the national championship: UCLA, Gonzaga, UConn, and the Hogs can because they have the length, size, athleticism to match up with any team in the country. That's why Coach Muss, when he says we can beat any team in the country and we can lose to any team in the country. The reason they can lose to any team in the country is we've seen this year when they have lost. They've turned the ball over almost 20 times in games. You lose if you do that tomorrow night. We've seen them go to the free throw line only like 10 times in games. You don't make enough threes or jump shots or shots in general to be able to only go 10 times. And then when we've seen, that's one way they can lose. And then... We've seen when they go to the free throw line at times, they shoot 50%. You can't shoot 15 of 25 tomorrow night and win. We, so that's one way they can lose. And the other way is, um, and he mentioned it, my man mentioned it, if you don't compete on the glass, you're going to lose. And that's a story for just about every team left in this tournament um, outside of you know, Alabama can go on and make 15 to 6, 16, 17 threes. That's what separates Alabama. But the rest of the teams, Houston, UCLA, Gonzaga is obviously an offensive juggernaut. Um, the, the other thing I, I give us an advantage is we, we do have really good depth. So you saw against, like, the Kansas game, we can survive foul trouble. A lot of teams can't do that. Um, unfortunately, UConn is a team. If it's one of those high foul games, they've got enough depth. Depth they can, they can survive that too. So so it makes this game. You know, that's why UConn not surprised at all if they win a national championship. Um, but that it's it's a simple game when it gets to this far, right? It's a simple game. Now you talk about like Princeton. Okay, they're they're a little bit different. But Bama, Houston, who are the other teams left? Texas. Um, Xavier. Tennessee, yeah, Xavier is a little bit different too because you know they're a high octane offense, move the ball. Um, but like Tennessee's got the size, length, de- depth. You know, the, the, you got to have that to win a national championship. So, um, you know, that's why I give us a shot. However, we do beat ourselves at times by those basic basketball plays. Rebounding, Kamani Johnson gets a big rebound stick back. That's the difference in a game. You could say Jordan Walsh's tip back off a missed free throw, where Ricky gets two more free throws is the difference in the game. Um, so it, it it does when you're playing against these caliber teams, it's going to come back back down to the fundamentals. I mean, unless somebody goes absolutely berserk and makes like the kid Jordan Hawkins for UConn, he made four threes in the second half last game. I mean, if he comes out makes like eight threes and is just like shooting it from the logo, then you're like, okay, well. That's <laughs> just what are you gonna do? You know, tip your hat and say okay. But outside of that, that's why you know, like I said, the hogs get a chance. I, 
Um, it's just my concern is you see those f four ways they can lose. Like, can they do that again? Because that's why they've been inconsistent because of those those four things. Um, and and the, the good thing is we don't have to make through. We don't have to shoot well from the outside. That's not an issue. It's just the other things. Can we do those? The main inconsistency with this team, though, PB, has been free throws, and that's something that you're always big on, layups and free throws, the easiest shots to make. You want to make yeah. easy shots and not make the game difficult, like you mentioned about being a simple game at this time. And that's kind of where Arkansas struggled pretty much all season when you have seen them dropping some games or struggling during certain games. It's been getting to the line. They get to the line still quite a bit. But it's just a matter of making those free throws and being consistent. We saw that in the Kansas game, how close it was. It's something that's always going to be in effect in a close game. And if you're making those free throws, it's always going to give you a better chance to win. Yeah, think of the first round matchup. We were 21 to 26, I think. And then against Kansas, we're 22 for 29. And that, you know, you go 18 for 25 or whatever it is. You're you're not winning that game, so it's important. You know, Coach Muss's teams at Arkansas have been in the top five free throw attempt teams in the nation. This year, we're we're not in the top five. We're we're we have not been dedicated. That's why I said you can lose the game also by only going to the free throw line 15 times. Like if we go 10 of 15 from the free throw line, we probably lose because we're not making enough outside shots to keep up offensively. But if we go 21 of 30, even though we lose, we miss 9 versus missing 5, that is we're turning down jump shots to get to the free throw line to generate 21 points versus 10. So it's, you know, it's a mentality. And um, UConn is a very good defensive team. They're a very good, they're a t big team, like I said, so... You know, it's going it, it, to, the, the discipline to continue to attack, um, that's going to be a challenge, too, because you know how it is, man. It's like the discipline to move the ball, move the ball, move the ball until we see a seam in the defense to attack versus move it once, twice, oh, nothing's here, let me just shoot it. You know, those, that, that, that's, that's what's going to be important, too, that mentality of... Um, you know, don't get deterred from from attacking too early in your in the offense. PB, you know, they've been able to do it so far without Nick Smith playing very well. Do you think this is something that can keep up, or is this a game where you're saying, no, he's got to he's got to execute? Man, I, I look at it and I say he doesn't have to. Like, if he if he goes three for seven, we're in four of six from the free throw line. Or, you know, three for five. The issue is, you know, he doesn't have but 10, 12 points, 15. Like, he's obviously an offensive explosion. The challenge is going to be, like, like no one can depend on any player going 25 points. Like, I think they put the, put it on the screen. There's only, like, five players in the history of the NCAA tournament that's averaged 20-plus. And one was Colas. So, you know, to expect... Anybody on our team, Ricky, Devo, A.B., to just go out there and give you 20 every time is just its just not going to happen. I mean, it may. So, yes, you have to have Nick. I mean, its he is such a talented offensive player. The challenge is going to be, does he get 15 on, you know, 17 shots? <laughs> or can he get 15 on, you know, 10, 11 shots? That's because, you know, now if you get into that high volume... Um, you know what that means. You know you 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 probably you know you take a pose good possessions away. So I think his his efficiency is going to be what's important. But yeah, Josh, I think you need him. I mean, it's and the great thing about this is it's not one. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It doesn't have to be well if you know Nick gives us fifteen. That means you know no one else is going to be doing it. I mean, you can have they can coexist. They can. Um, you hope, though, they figure it out tomorrow night. Well, the importance of Jordan Walsh and the way that he's emerged, he kind of, uh, you know, maybe 
people were overlooking him because he's not putting up big points, but everything else he brings to the game. But Man, even even with that, good. yeah, even with everything else he's bringing to the game, it probably was overlooked in the fact that he did score ten points in this game against Kansas. Yeah, he, and he turned down some open threes. Like I know he's in the high twenties, but he's a kid that can make that shot. And you see, him, saw him hesitate. But the thing is, freak, like he scores every which way. Offensive rebound, stick back. He can get a steal, and and. Uh, on the break, finish himself. Defensive rebound, push it, get in transition, he can finish. Um, and he can make shots. So he's the perfect example of any kid out there. Like, you you can get 10 points in a game without the coach having to call one single play for you. Just watch Jordan Walsh and how he does it. Um, and, you know, he's, he's um, blessed with the body to do all those things but he's also understands that okay you know I'm on the half court offense I'm probably going to be the fourth option you know maybe the fifth depending on the lineup but how can I make an impact in the scoring column and he does all those other things I wouldn't be surprised if he goes dang that three for four from the three-point line because he's going to get open looks like you know, you saw it against Kansas and other times this year. Is is he's left open at that three point line? Now, I appreciate his his decision to turn those down at times to to continue to run the offense or to attack the paint. Um, and maybe it's about rhythm. You know, he caught it maybe when he made that three against Kansas. That was gigantic, but he caught it sort of to the top of the key. He caught it in rhythm and. You know, other, other times maybe he doesn't feel as confident shooting from the corner or the wing. Maybe his spot is there. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not trying to tell him to get you know change his game or anything, but um, he is an X factor. He really is an X factor. PB, uh, one more thing on him. I mean, the perimeter defense. I was so impressed just to be out there on Jalen Wilson, who's what not just you know one of the best perimeter players, one of the best players period in the entire country. And I mean. They they almost hesitated to give him the ball, and he almost hesitated to come get the ball, just because of how athletic and tough Walsh is, and got great feet out there, and just he made life pretty miserable. I mean, Kansas had a tough time initiating offense, and it felt like it was because of him. Yeah, it, so that's the fifth way they can lose. Glad you brought that up because one thing we do, we are a high fouling team. We put the opponent on the free throw line. Now, if we can clean that up. And I'm not talking, you know, it's never lack of energy, effort, enthusiasm. It's just reaching in when you shouldn't reach in, right? And you get a cheap foul called on you. It happened a couple times last game. And you're like, ah, oh, don't reach in. Just just get down and play solid D. Because Jordan, Ricky Council, Anthony Black, those guys are excellent one-on-one defenders. They're long. They're strong. They're tough. They understand how to play defense. They understand body positioning. And so you just, at times, want to say, don't reach. Make that guy beat you one-on-one. And I guarantee you, there's not many players in America that can beat Jordan Walsh when he gets down and long one-on-one. Ricky Council, Anthony Black, even Nick Smith with his length. um, If they can just, you know, kind of have that mentality like, okay, you you try to beat me now. Um, And Devo's the same way. Devo, at 6'4", with his length and toughness, I mean, he could guard you know six, seven, six, eight on the perimeter, um, no problem. So, and Kamani's a good, excellent defender. He doesn't shy away from from contact at all. So it's um, you know that's what makes them a great defensive team is because they don't you don't have to help. You know what I mean? Like because once you, you play against a team where you got to help. Now that means I got to come off my guy to help you. Now my guy's open, then the other guy on the other side got to rotate to that guy. Then we're all in rotations. The next thing you know, we look like the uh, the, the 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 Keystone Cops, like running into each other and banging in heads and knees and ankles and everything. And they they got an open layup. So that's when that's the great thing about this defense. PB most dangerous teams left in this tournament in the Sweet 16 outside of Bama. Well. I mean, in dangerous in terms of who could win it? Yeah. Or yeah. UConn, Gonzaga, UCLA, 
Houston, <laughs> Tennessee. Name them all, huh? <laughs> yes. Um, who else am I thinking of? <laughs> Who's on the other side? Princeton. Better no. question, Pat. Who can't win it? <laughs> I mean, I say Princeton and watch them go to the Final Four, right? Yeah. Um, That's been impressive. Yeah, they've been impressive. Kansas State is interesting, but I, I just feel like that Marquise Noel, is he's got to do so much. Like, he had to be play like, you know, Chris Paul to beat Kentucky. Like, that he had to. If he doesn't play like Chris Paul, the Hall of Famer, I'm talking Chris Paul today, too, not even Chris Paul in college. Or Chris Paul in his prime, let me put it to you that way. Um, I don't know if he can continue to put up performances like that. So, uh, I would say, yeah, I mean, outside of FAU, Kansas State, Michigan State, you know, everybody left. <laughs> Maybe not Miami, I guess. That would be a long shot. But they, they listen, Miami, who, you know, they can get to a Final Four. I just think the giant of them all is Alabama because they can survive, you know, a poor shooting night. They can survive a high turnover night. They can't survive all those together, but they just can beat you in so many different ways. BB, we're happy to have you here on Out of Bounds on Wednesdays, thanks to yeah. Motorsports Authority. Yes, Motorsports Authority, msastore.com for all of your vehicle needs. They can sell you a vehicle. They've got all kinds of uh, things for your vehicle. You can go to msastore.com. You can visit um, many of their fine, fine locations, and we appreciate Motorsports Authority for uh, the opportunity to be on Out of Bounds with you boys. All right, PB. Enjoy the game tomorrow. Have a great weekend. All right. Thanks, Freak. Thanks, Josh. Pat Bradley here on Out of Bounds on Wednesdays, brought to you by Motorsports Authority. We have more of Out of Bounds coming up after this break. Stay tuned. don't already have the Bet Saracen Sports Wager app? Download it today from the app stores or go to BetSaracen.com. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. This is Sports Center. Japan won the World Baseball Classic over USA last night, 3-2. Shohei Otani was named the tournament MVP as he batted 435 while also having a 1.86 ERA. Japan is just the second team to go undefeated through the WBC as the Dominican Republic accomplished it in 2013. In the NBA last night, the Thunder beat the Clippers 101-100 behind Shea Gilgis-Alexander's 31 points. Isaiah Joe pitched in 12 points, while Arkansas's Jalen Williams had 6 points. OKC is now the seventh seed in the West and are just a half game back of the defending champion Golden State Warriors for the sixth seed. Tonight in the NBA, the Grizzlies host the Rockets at 7. John Moran is expected to make his return. Coverage for that game can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. a century, Arkansans have come to Oaklawn to play, to bet, and to win. Now, we're coming to you. Introducing Oaklawn Sports, the new mobile betting app from Oaklawn. Bet anywhere in Arkansas. Download the app on Apple and Google Play and take advantage of first bet insurance up to $250. Oaklawn Sports, Arkansas's trusted brand. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And at Red River Ram, the days of no inventory and no discounts is over. Because we've got your new Ram 1500 Bighorn truck starting at $8,000 off MSRP. Brian Mitch said $8,000 off. Why does he do this? I tell him, ask me first for you to do something crazy like that. So for the largest inventory in the state, the biggest discounts around, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. Or check us out on the web at RedRiverRam.com. They're in Ram Truck Mod. Look, I get it. We all receive a lot of messages and calls. But when you're driving, they can wait. Slow down, phone down. Work zone crashes have increased by 70% in Arkansas over the last four years. Law enforcement officers are patrolling work zones with zero tolerance for speeding or distracted drivers. When you enter a work zone, remember, slow down, phone down. It's the law. A message from the Arkansas Department of Transportation and the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. 
We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models, from transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Make Brewskies your go-to happy hour spot every Friday. Monday through Friday, happy hour goes till 7 p.m. But wait, actually, happy hour doesn't end on Friday. Every Friday, it's all day and all night happy hour. It's Brewskies. You're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. So come get your grub on. It's Whiskey Wednesdays at Brewskies and Poker Night. Two games nightly, first game at 7 p.m., cash prizes and whiskey specials all day. Whiskey Wednesday and Poker Night, Wednesday at Brewskies. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Shot clock's off. A lot of time. Hogs need a bucket, though. Black in the front court to Devo. Behind the back, Devontae to the rim, lays it up and in, and he drew the foul. He drew the foul, got the bucket. Hogs within two, and Devo's going to the line. On 103.7 The Buzz. Welcome back to Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Josh Neighbors. Uh, been talking quite a bit about NCAA tournament and Arkansas basketball taking on UConn tomorrow. That's the game that we're looking forward to. Sweet 16, that's where they are. They're trying to keep advancing through. We've seen this team make it to the Elite Eight the past couple of years. And now we're going to see if they can possibly at least get back to the Elite Eight with one more win. Or keep it going. That's kind of where they are in the Sweet 16 right now, trying to get another win versus UConn. Yeah, I mean, you know, once again, we mentioned at the start of the show just the fact that they are uh, playing their best basketball, <clears throat> playing their best basketball now, and they hadn't been before. Um, against a team in UConn that, you know, they had played their best basketball throughout the year, had a little bit of a downturn in the middle of the season, and kind of found that form again later on in the year, especially in the, in the NCAA tournament. They've played really well. Uh, this is a big step up, though, in competition, uh, for sure. First, Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. Jake, he was one to know the uh, billionaire that wants to possibly buy the Commanders. It is a difficult name to say. Say It's Steve Apostolopoulos. So, have to get used to that, Josh, if he becomes the Commanders' next owner. But he's one of many that's trying to purchase the Commanders right now. Yeah, you know, uh, I know Josh Harris has had a group that's that's obviously been uh, interested in buying the Commanders. Uh, that's the one that Magic Johnson is right. a part of. Yep, owner of the Sixties, owner of the Sixers. Jeff Bezos was mentioned. I think most fans probably wanted that because they know the deep pockets, but does it really? Well, I think for Commanders fans, the, the deep pockets matter because a couple of things. They, they want a new stadium. Uh, you know, if you've known anything about them, the the videos that circulate of, of you know 
the gates around the stands falling over and sewage being dumped on on the fans during games. And obviously the field turf has been a huge subject of, uh, you know, of scrutiny ever since Robert Griffin III hurt himself. It's an awful stadium to get to right off I-95. Bad traffic, bad parking, the whole nine yards, bad stadium, bad ownership, bad culture, <laughs> bad team. I mean, I'm not really sure what else there is to say about it. I think just everybody feels like some change would be... Uh, well, it doesn't guarantee they're going to win, but I think at least you're not a constant embarrassment all the time to the community if uh, you get new ownership. You've seen signs that that team can be good, and yes. uh, they're one of the most valuable teams. It does start with the ownership, but um, one the biggest concern, and you mentioned it there, is the stadium. And there's always that thought that they want to get that new stadium, but where's the stadium going to be built? That That's the part that... They're trying to get together because they want it to actually be with, you know, within the city limits or close to the city limits and not necessarily out on the outskirts where it always is. But you're, you're facing the f- fact that it is a, uh, a smaller area that we're talking about for the city. Yeah, well, what was interesting was, was that they could not get taxpayer dollars to pay for a, sta- for a stadium with Dan Snyder. I think there is a better chance that you might be able to get taxpayers on board if you change ownership and give them a clear vision, they might say, you know what, we're, we're happier. We're generally happier now, and we might uh, might give it that. But a new stadium is going to be a necessity. I think you're right with the winning and whatnot. Obviously, I know we are in Cowboys country, uh, and you know it's kind of been a rotating door in terms of who wins the division every single year. But commanders have been up there. But the years they've been up there, it doesn't really feel like they're a great team. It's just kind of more the division's down, and they're the team that wins it. So need a quarterback. Need a quarterback pretty badly. NBA is getting close to the end of the season. They're trying to wind down and then get ready for the playoffs and get everything going there as far as the seating and where these teams match up. A couple of uh, high, uh, a couple of players that are big name players that have been out for quite a bit. Carl Anthony Towns, he's been out since November, and then breaking news with Zion Williamson. They're expecting that. He's been cleared to get back on the court sometime soon, but for basketball activities, he's been out since January. So you got a couple of big-name players there trying to make a return at the end of the season. LeBron is also there where, uh, you know, it's still in question as to if he's coming back at the end of the season or if it's going to be playoffs. And he was even asked recently when he would be available. He said that definitely by the playoffs, but... There is some intrigue into the fact that he could come back at the end of the regular season and have a few games under his belt going into the playoffs, but a couple of guys that have been out for quite a while, they're looking to return. Yeah, I mean, they're going to need it, right? That, that that race for the final couple spots in the uh, in the West as, as a whole is pretty tight, but you go from that seven spot all the way down through where the uh, you know New Orleans is sitting, uh, right now, I mean, it's just one game that separates those teams. So safety is not guaranteed. And you want to go to the sixth seed, I mean, there's only, you know, another half game there. So we're talking about one and a half games separating being safe completely all the way to being out of the even playing outright. Zion Williamson, I think, changes uh, that equation for New Orleans. I think it's a pretty scary team. We saw what they did last year against Phoenix in the playoffs. Clearly, just you know, a lot of a lot of good assets in that team, a lot of good players, uh, both you know, pretty young, some older guys like C.J. McCollum on that team. So they'll accept, definitely love to have him back. And then for LeBron, I mean, you know, they look pretty good right now, I guess, right? I mean, they, they've looked pretty pretty decent lately. I know Davis, it's hard to depend on him, but uh, Austin Reeves has looked really good too. And everybody talks about LeBron, but uh, I, yeah, I mean, you just want to be able to make sure that you're in it. You know, if he comes back with three or four games left, because uh, three or four game losing streak right now that could be the end of your season Lakers are hanging around for the play-in spot so they're right around that 9-10 seed and of course you have to play extra games if you get there if you're in the 9-10 you have to not only win that matchup but then you have to go face the loser of the 7-8 to try to advance on so it's a little bit of a longer road they definitely want to keep moving up as much as they can but it is difficult when one of your key players is out yeah, and, and the Mavericks have been dealing with some injuries, right? Luka and, and Kyrie have been in and out sometimes. I think the the Thunder, obviously, besides uh, Chet Holmgren, have been relatively healthy. 
And young, really young. Yeah, they're healthy and young. And I mean, yeah, they, they're in great position right now. SGA has been been, been fantastic. But it's funny because all these teams that we're mentioning right here, Cats back for the, the Timberwolves, who are number nine. Uh, the Jazz are 10. Lakers are right in that kind of next spot there. They're trying to get LeBron back. And then uh, Zion Williamson for the Pelicans, who are tied right there with the Lakers at 35 and 37. So everybody's kind of getting some guys back or hopes to get some guys back at the same time. Now it's all about who can kind of uh, finish season off. Lakers have a big one tonight against the Suns at home. If you want to get into the show, call 501-661-1037. First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, same number. 501-661-1037. Asher Record Life and Feedback. Another player that's going to be returning tonight is Ja Morant. He's been out for an eight-game suspension, and he was back at practice and also talked to the media. Guy, how much do you think alcohol has influenced your decision? I don't got an alcohol problem. Never had an alcohol problem. I didn't go there for alcohol. I went there for counseling. The, the NBA statement uh, that Adam Silver put out concluded that you were intoxicated in Denver. Is, I don't know how they were able to determine that. Is that something that came up in your conversation? I just, I don't have an alcohol problem. Never had an alcohol problem. Uh, so I went there for counseling uh, to learn how to you know, manage stress, cope with stress in, you know, a positive way. Um, instead of, you know, ways I've, you know, tried to deal with it before that, you know, caused me to make you know, mistakes. So, there it is. Uh, jo- they're trying to dig into exactly what's going on with them and maybe where the issue starts from. And uh thought it was an interesting way of, of trying to go about it. Now, whenever you hear that someone has gone to some kind of rehab, that may be the first thought there is, but Ja wanted to clear the air on there and say it, it's nothing to do with alcohol. Yeah, I think for him, you know, I think there has been a lot of heat, and just, you know, rightfully so. I think what we have to realize with him is that, think about, like, the great young players in the league right now. You know, Jason Tatum's of the world, uh, Ja Morant's obviously right up there, but, you know, he is, he's kind of like the new Curry, right? He is this fun, exciting player to watch who resonates a lot with the younger fans, um, you know, highlights in terms of, you know, like the clip stuff put it on TikTok and Twitter and all those places. John Moran's kind of tailor-made for that kind of thing. And I think the Grizzlies are going through a transition of being this fun, young, exciting team to, you know, with Dylan Brooks, they have become somewhat of a villain, right? John Moran, obviously. Dylan the villain. Right, yes, Dylan the villain. Uh, with John Morant's conduct, I think it's putting even more scrutiny. And I think through all of this, like, they are becoming... Uh, you know, as he is becoming kind of this new star and potential face of the league in some ways, you know, this team is becoming uh, kind of the less fun group that we've seen before and more of a group that's got expectations, right? We had the whole Shannon Sharp thing happen earlier this year, and I think the entire kind of tra- trajectory, the arc of the Grizzlies, kind of dovetails with probably what Jaw is dealing with. It's probably a lot more stress, right? And I, I think for a, once again, guys, he's only 23 years old. So for a 23-year-old who's got all of this on him, leading this team, potentially next face of the NBA, and learning how to be a, you know, a young person who's got all this money and all this success, it's probably a very difficult process. I don't think I would uh, be batting 1,000 if that was me either. And so I think he's trying to deal with all of that. Now, he seems pretty steadfast, and you know, I don't have an alcohol problem, but I mean, yeah, it can be a part of those incidents, I think. Uh, and so it's just kind of managing all of it is what it sounds like is the, the big key for him. Grizzlies have been playing great. This is a great time for Ja to return. The next two games they play tonight against the Houston Rockets, and then they also play the Rockets again on Friday night. So two games in a three-day stretch against the same team at home. And Ja also, we know that he is a star, but he actually went to the coach and said he wants to come off the bench. Now they are going to have a minutes restriction and try to get him work back into the lineup and not just throw him in there playing 35 minutes a game but it's interesting that he said he wants to come off the bench just to kind of keep the flow of what's been going on since he's been out yeah they can chase down they can chase down the the uh, nuggets if they want to but they're pretty close so we'll see what happens to that more of out of bounds after this break your razor hog update coming up stay tuned 
We've been trying to reach you about the extended warranty on the car you haven't owned for six years. Are you tired of these calls? Ever wonder how they started? There's a good chance when you bought that car, the dealer sold your info to a third party. Things aren't that way at Watney Buick GMC. Protecting your privacy is just one of our promises to you. You'll even get it in writing. Right now, take advantage of 2.9% on Sierra 1500. Equipped with the new Duramax engine. With more available torque and better mileage than the 5.3. New Buicks with no payments for 90 days. Watney Buick GMC. Great rates. Delayed payments. And no robocalls. Hello? Your extended warranty is about to expire. Take me off your list. I'm trading at Guatney. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 945-4444. GuatneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. Guatney for Buick. Guatney for GMC. Guatney for life. All offers with approved credit. So, you're in the market for a new outboard motor. Look no further than Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Located right off the Levy exit, Arch carries a full line of dependable Tohatsu motors, ranging from 4 to 115 horsepower, all four-stroke motors. Come see us today at Arch Marine. Big O Tires knows it's frustrating to jump through hoops. We hate them as much as you do. So we're bringing back our buy three, get one free sale. At Big O, we legitimately give you a free tire. We don't mark it up. We don't make you mail in a rebate. You honestly get a free tire. No hoops. Buy three, get one free. At the Big O Tire stores in Conway and Cabot. We have something for every vehicle. So save money today and get tight, service, straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot. At the American Lung Association, we're fighting for a day when we can all breathe easier. We're fighting for clear skies over every city and healthy lungs throughout the country. We're fighting to free millions of Americans from the addictive grip of tobacco and the devastating effects of lung disease. The American Lung Association isn't just fighting for air. We're fighting for all the things that make it worth breathing, and we can use your help. See what you can do at fightingforair.org. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. You can hear the best of the NCAA tournament on 106.7 Buzz 2. From the very beginning all the way to the championship game. Tournament coverage is brought to you by Double B's, Slim Chickens, Hometown Roofing, Hanerds Foothills Equipment, and Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. A horrific car accident left Paula with major injuries and surgery after surgery. I got to the point where I really couldn't walk. I had to resign from work. I was really just laying in bed. It was terrible. I wouldn't go back under the knife. She missed working and traveling, but all that was about to change. QC Kinetics used natural biologics to treat Paula. No foreign substances. They provided regenerative treatments that helped subside the pain and restore her quality of life. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I was feeling more movement and doing stuff. And then I started crying. I'm like, I can't believe it. For Paula, this moment was extremely emotional. I couldn't do nothing. And now I'm working and I was on my feet for seven and a half hours. And I feel good. I got my life back because of QC Kinetics. Call QC Kinetics now for your consultation. Call QC Kinetics. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Hey, everybody, it's John Neighbors. I got to tell you about Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. They've been doing business since 1957 and to this day remains the premier family-owned Chevrolet dealership in all the land. I can tell you from personal experience, I went and bought my own truck from there, and I would not change anything about the experience. Not only did they have exactly the type of truck that I was looking for, but they made sure that they got me into the vehicle at a price that I could afford and making it very easy to make it all happen. I loved going over there and getting a vehicle from Guatney Chevrolet. They have award-winning sales and service, a friendly, no-pressure environment, and the best thing about it is they have been family-owned by Arkansans since 1957. So they have a great service department, so once you do buy your vehicles, you can keep bringing it back because they will always make sure that your vehicle gets taken care of. So check out Guatney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville, and you can always shop them online at guatneychevrolet.com. It's Guatney Chevrolet. 
Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Shot clock at 12. Jordan drives the right side, cut off by Brown, gives it to Graham at the elbow, seven to shoot. Cross court, Devo, deep three, good. My goodness, Devo's got four threes today, and Arkansas's back up by nine. On 1037 The Buzz. Robinette hits a drive in the air, deep deep to left field, down the line, stay fair, home run. Reese Robinette with his first career home run at Arkansas. An opposite field, go-ahead blast into the hog pen bullpen. And look at the guys out of the dugout, they love it. They love it. That's Reese Robinette's first home run as a Razorback. Welcome back to Out of Bounds from the Hogsmeade Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Josh Neighbors. That was Arkansas beating SEMO yesterday. And we're right now we're going to have your Razor Hog update. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by nine games! This is your Razor Hog update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. For your Razor Hog update, Razorback baseball team get it done versus SEMO yesterday. They had a 10-run 6th inning. They go on to win the game 12-2. We have uh, more highlights here to play from the game where Arkansas, you heard it there, 12-2, impressive win, 10-run 6th inning. Everything was clicking. 1-2 and two the count. Here's the pitch. A high fly ball deep into center. Long run, Neville. He gets there, and Aaron makes the catch. Mason Neville made the catch. That ball hung up in the air for a year, and he made the grab. So Zach Morris leaves bases loaded. One hit, one hit batsman, one walk, but three stranded and no runs for Southeast Missouri. The 3-1 pitch. Wagner hits a grounder into left field for a base hit. Scores Polk. Neville coming in to score as well. Two runs across and still no outs. The Hogs have batted around with nobody out. Counts one and two. Hogs are holding Aranda. Here's the pitch. Slider outside. Morris aiming outside. He pitches. He struck him out swinging. This one belongs to the Razorbacks. Simo manages one run of the seventh on two hands, but that's not enough to keep the game continuing. Arkansas wins it. Next up for the Razorback baseball team, it's at LSU this weekend starting on Friday. That's going to be a big-time series with LSU, number one team in the country. Here's Dave Van Horn on LSU. It's the SEC, kind of what I tell the players all the time, that this is this is why you want to play in the SEC. Weekends like this, I mean, opening weekend against Auburn, when it went our way, we're going to play a great LSU team that has a lot of experience. They're physical. They can really pitch, really hit. They're playing great defense this year as well. I think they're fielding like 990. And uh, they don't give you anything. you got to beat them. They don't give you a thing. So uh, we know what we're getting into. The buildup is on, and we're almost there for the Razorback basketball team taking on UConn tomorrow at 6.15. Game is in Vegas at T-Mobile Arena. The past couple of days, we've gotten... uh, some sound from a couple of players, Coach Muss. Here's Jordan Walsh on how he performed against Kansas and how important plus minus is. I took a lot of pride in like the small things that you know helped the team win, and I feel like the plus minus is just you know a reflection of how, what you do to help the team win. And um, with me, you know, with me being the guy who's going to dive on the floor for loose balls or you know guard their best player and get a, get a stop or two. I feel like those things are, are reflected by that, and that's, that's what's one, most important to me. Of course, that and winning, so I feel like it's a reflection of kind of like what's most important to me when it comes to, to competing and winning a game. There it is for your Razor Hog update here on Out of Bounds, and we're going to wrap that up. But 
really encouraging going into this game tomorrow. Arkansas, the way they performed in these past couple of games, we've seen the best of them. Now, um, we know that they have blown some leads this year, and there is something that, you know, could always be there. But when this team is clicking more so, as they have been the past couple of games, then it bodes well for them more so than uh, how we've seen most of the season because it's kind of been up and down. Yeah, they they kind of like to, you know, I'll give, I'll give you a football comparison. They're kind of like this year's uh, TCU team. The TCU kind of love to thrive in chaotic games, right? They love to be in the, you know, the, the kind of games that got punched in the mouth or whatever. And, and it feels like the same thing. It feels like Arkansas kind of likes to be in games that are close. You know, they, they finished out that Illinois game after it got a little bit tighter in the end of the game. And then the Kansas game, you know, they were down from the outset, and they were really impressive when they were chasing the game, right? And they end up holding on there in the end. They're almost better off kind of chasing the game, playing behind. Uh, you don't want to get too far behind with UConn, but I, I Never. Think, any team. Right, any team. You know, I, I think with both, the way both these teams play and, and the amount of confidence they have, like, I'm expecting a very, very physical and pretty tight and close game. And so I, I think with that, it's going to be right in Arkansas's, you know, in terms of style of play, right in their wheelhouse. Do I think they get it done? I'm not sure. I think UConn's an awesome team, but... The way Arkansas has played the last couple of games, it's been an awesome level of play, so they could certainly do it. Rick Patino, he's back in big-time college basketball. This time it's at St. John's. He's ready to get them back to form of some of the tradition they've had in the past. Well, the one thing I want to be honest with, it, that a lot of players probably won't be back on this team because they're probably not a good fit for me. With me, it's it's... I mean, my, I think my players love playing for me. Even from Mark Jackson and Patrick Ewing and Charles Oakley, I spoke with Oak last night. They love playing for me with the Knicks. But it takes a certain type of basketball player to want to play for me. He's got to be a, a total over-the-top in love with the game of basketball. And if you're not, it's just a bad fit with me. It, it doesn't work. So there'll be a lot of players that will move on to, I hope, greener pastures. Uh, Joel's the type of person that I want to build around, and that's why I asked him to come today. Uh, I have to meet some of the other young men, but there'll be other guys that don't fit. It'll be a, a round peg in a square hole, and it, it won't work. I've had the good fortune to take three different schools to a Final Four. Uh, John Calipari has also taken three different schools with only two people, and I want to take St. John's to another Final Four so I can get rid of Calipari off my resume. <laughs> Rick Patino will be 71 years old before a basketball season starts. Now, we're talking months from now, but he signed a six-year contract, so we'll see how long he actually coaches moving forward. But he said he wants to coach as long as he can because he just absolutely loves basketball and doesn't know what he would do without it. He took the long road back, didn't he? I mean, over coaching Panathiak. I think it was Panathiakos that he was coaching in, in Greece. And he's back now in Iona? all the way to St. John's now, and I think he's had a good chance to have another good team. He's had success wherever he's been, college, NBA, everywhere. More of Out of Bounds coming up after this break. Hour 3 coming up. Stay tuned. Is your Oaklawn the sound of starting gates and pounding hooves? Is it the first sip of the perfect post-time Bloody Mary? Or maybe it's just Saturdays with lots of friends and zero cares. No matter what you love about live racing at Oaklawn, it's back and better than ever. With more race days, bigger purses, and the top thoroughbreds in the world, this season is like no other. Make your reservations today at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? 